0: Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. This is the show where we pick a musical topic, then we watch video clips based on that topic, and talk about the clips. Ain't that right, Craig? That's 100% what we do. That is what we do. We have done 80-something episodes now. Yeah. I think this is episode 83. Crazy. Uh, one yeah. of our most popular episodes, our first popular episode, yeah. started to get some actual listens. It's the one that made us. And it's all relative. This, this episode that I'm talking about has been listened to like a couple thousand times. Yes. Which is nothing for a large podcast. But we're a small podcast. Yeah. Episode 11. Eleven. All the way back. We were babies. To 2017. We're we were just children. Was an episode about saxophones. Yeah. Occasionally we do an episode centered on one instrument. Yeah.
1: Been a while since we did that. And
0: those have tended to be popular. Oh, good. Uh, For a long time, saxophone was our most popular episode. Mm It has since been surpassed by our funk episode. Goddamn right, because we know funk. But I believe saxophone is still our second most popular episode.
1: Oh, still. That's good. Yeah.
0: And so I thought, doesn't it deserve a sequel?
1: Bring it back. If it's popular and that's what the public wants, we give what the public
0: wants. And I don't know if you realize this, Kirk, but when we did our first saxophone episode... We didn't cover everything saxophone.
1: Are you sure that we didn't cover everything? There's,
0: there are more songs and artists left like to talk about. Like a couple. Yeah, enough like, to like, fill at least another yes. episode. So, I so thought,
1: once we do this, there will be no more talk of sax because we've covered all of the sax.
0: I think there may be even more after
1: this. I can't imagine that. There's only
0: so many sax songs. We I mean, could turn this into saxophone reggae.
1: Sax- Saxy ray guns.
0: So, yeah. Oh yeah, we're not going to do that. No, but uh, we are going to talk of this is saxophones too. We're talking about saxophones, which is
1: so much time has passed from mm-hmm. that first saxophone that my son now plays saxophone. Oh yeah, and he he didn't yet then. Nope,
0: not as he listened to the episode. No, he has not. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here you go. Your son doesn't listen to his father's podcast? No, because he's a rat You're fucking You're bastard. Your cool little teenage son doesn't take time out of his day yeah. to listen to his dad's podcast. <laughs> he's about
1: talking about <laughs> old shit. No, he doesn't. He does play saxophone, he's been playing it for almost two years. Yeah. Takes lessons, has learned how to play Careless Whisper. Sure, which is yeah, cool. You gotta learn that. Gotta learn how to play Careless Whisper. And he's playing on my dad's saxophone, which is really nice. That is cool. Yeah. But that's how much time has passed.
0: Does he yet know how to play Doctor's Orders?
1: (laughs) God it. If all of a
0: sudden you one day he's like, yeah, I learned this thing, there's Doctor's Orders, I would just tear streaming down my face. Dude, if we ever do like a best of compilation episode, the the Doctor's Orders segment from our first saxophone episode, that might be my favorite thing we've ever done. That was the craziest thing ever. And that was your clip that you brought. Kenny G's song, Doctor's Orders, yes. which I'd never heard before, Yeah, I thought of Kenny G only as the smooth jazz, yeah. soprano sax, songbird Kenny G. I didn't know that he had before then performed this very 1980s, like corny, pop-funk, R&B sax music. I mean, it's a delicious on song. On an and alto sax. Yeah, it's a great song. I love that song. Not only is it a song I didn't expect to hear from Kenny G... That's still just the wildest, yeah, music video I've ever seen with Dudley Moore in the and hospital. a bunch of other like sitcom actors. Yeah, I've never seen a a wackier like like stupid sitcom wacky yes. like big laughs with two F's laughs, <laughs> kind of like comedy. <laughs> yes, in that comedy quotations. Yeah, yeah. To where the premise is Dudley Moore plays a doctor who tells Kenny G he has a terminal disease. Yes. Then he realizes he mixed up the x-rays, puts the correct one that belongs to Kenny on the thing, and you see that it's a picture of his lungs that just says, Sax Master on it. <laughs> yeah. That's and he's like, oh no, I gotta tell him he's really just a sax master. Yeah. Oh, it's a great video. We spent fully 20 minutes uh, constantly stopping the video to talk about what was happening. It was a dream and come true for me. It was so fun. Yeah. And I re-watched the video today and re-listened to the segment. It was so fun. Oh, that's awesome. Um... But there's there's uh, actually not going to be any Kenny G. No Kenny G. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this one, episode. The ones that I picked were ones,
1: some of them are, they're very much at the time of like, okay, we have a song. Well, we got to put a sax in it. Mm-hmm. Does it need a sax? Not
0: necessarily, but we have to put it in. So when you say a time, you mean the 1980s? Yes. Very yeah. like especially early 80s and mid
1: eighties, where sure. you're like, you gotta you got put it in. Yeah. And uh, songs that you go, you know what, if there was no sax in this, it, it, I'd still,
0: it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Yeah. But you do love the sax
1: in it. I do love yeah. You do the, the sax mix. It gives a little something song. I got a little something of everything coming. Oh. It's a real
0: sax bouillabaisse. <laughs> real, real tasty one there. But I want to go back in time again, just a little bit back in time. All right. To early in our friendship. Mm-hmm. And this is something we've talked about before on the show. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to bring it up again to set up my first clip. Sure. And that is Smooth Jazz Fridays.
1: Ah, Smooth Jazz Fridays. Smooth
0: Jazz Fridays was your brainchild. Yes. When we used to work together, that's how we met. We yeah. were co-workers. Co-managing editors. Co-managing editors. Uh, you instituted a tradition at our office called Smooth Jazz Fridays. Yes. If you ever told me the origin of your of this idea, I can't remember it. I
1: can't remember it either. I think we were just randomly, it was Friday morning and we were randomly just playing songs. And I think I just played a smooth jazz song and everyone laughed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, we should do smooth jazz Fridays. And they're like, oh yeah, that's funny. And then I did it for a couple weeks and then I went, oh, am I imposing myself as a managing editor on the writing staff (laughs) and kind of like forcing them? And I felt really bad and so I skipped it and it was like late in the morning and they're like wait are we doing this yeah. <laughs> what? And I was like no I felt bad they're like no 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 we're doing this and so it just kind of became this staple and kind of turned on itself and became a thing yeah we
0: had a really good group of people at that job yeah. uh, it was just re- I mean, there were a lot of improvisers who worked there so everyone was just really good at yes and, and yes. Yeah, so they're like yeah let's hear it and then so someone would
1: play it. something after I played something yeah. so,
0: is, yeah. is my memory correct that the first thing you played was uh, Bob James's Angela was that yes. the very first one yes so you and I worked together in that we worked for the same company, but we didn't really work together because you were managing no. editor of one site and I was managing exactly. editor of the other so site. we had our own writers right. and everything
1: was separate, yeah. So we
0: kind of knew each other from around the office, but we didn't really interact. Yeah. And what I remember as one of our first interactions that sort of started to bond us as friends was, I brought a song to you to suggest. Yes. For Smooth Jazz Friday. Yes. And oh. I was like, I want to do this. Is this the song? Do you remember what song it was? No, <laughs> that is the song. Oh fuck yeah! It's a live version of that song. Oh, from the two thousand and eight Tokyo Jazz Festival. And what I would like for you to do is close your eyes or yes. turn away from no, the screen. I'm closing my eyes. I'm going to start playing it, and and you will know it. Oh, <laughs> this is um, uh, this is David Sanborn. This is David Sanborn and Bob James. Yes. Um, Maputo. Maputo. Maputo from Fuck, their Maputo's 1986 good. album, Double Vision. Double Vision, which I own on album. Yes. Oh, Bob James. Do you remember this? The great pianist. Yes. David Sanborn, the great smooth jazz saxophonist. Yes. Although he doesn't call it smooth jazz. He yeah. doesn't like that. No, he doesn't. Uh, this is actually foreplay. Which is Bob James's band.
1: Don't... Uh, well, I know Foreplay. Yeah. I, I own a lot of Foreplay. But
0: this is Foreplay at this jazz festival, but they have David Sanborn there.
1: Yeah, they... Foreplay kind of mixes a bunch of different yeah. all-stars in, yeah. Um,
0: and so they're just doing Maputo live, so let's
1: just hear it. I just remember... I, I do remember now when you were like, I have a request and you said Maputa, I was like, hey, fucking Paul gets it.
0: I was like both nervous that you would, A, like think it was bullshit or not know it mm-hmm. or just not like be on board but I was also kind of testing you like yeah is he gonna know what this is is he gonna dig it and I was like do you, do you know this song do you wanna yeah. play this last time and you were like yeah like, yeah, like is great yeah so this is just a cool live version this is right in my wheelhouse and he's a jazz bassist so he's playing a six string yeah. jazz bass guitar which I don't like it seems too heavy to me but I'm fine I don't like the five and six string guitars what were you marveling at just time just how big the bass was oh, yeah. just like the neck
1: <laughs> oh go ahead Dave I've played this so many times yeah uh, it's funny because like in the 80s David were even though and rightfully so he would put in a jazz and he was like no it's not smooth jazz yeah he was like a cool motherfucker like because he was a good looking dude yeah and he was kind of a little prematurely gray but had great hair
0: yeah and you're like that motherfucker's cool yeah I like David Samberg.
1: I love David Samberg. My dad loved David Sanborn
0: I like this song because it's definitely a smooth jazz vibe. Yeah. Whether you like smooth jazz or not, but it's just funky enough that it's like yes. Someone who doesn't like smooth jazz might get taken in by this because yes, it's pretty cool. I think that's the power of David Samberg. Yeah. Uh, also Bob James, but David Sanborn can really get funky. I think it's I think it's the power of both of them. Yeah. I think it's also the power of the writer of the song. Do you know who wrote the song? Marcus Miller? Marcus Miller. Okay. Wrote it. Yeah. And the the bass can't be ignored on this yes. either. Marcus Miller's no
1: joke. Yeah. He's done so much good work. Also, did Doctor's Orders.
0: Oh, did he play on that?
1: Yeah. Or oh, did he write it? He, write it, yeah. oh, he, he wrote, wrote it. Yeah. Okay. He
0: produced it. He produced oh, it. Okay. Yeah. yeah this isn't Marcus Miller playing here because no. he's not one of Bob James's guys he's one of David Sanborn's yes um, but this is like David Sanborn is sort of a guest of four plays yes
1: that's exactly
0: right yeah. and they said well it's Bob James's band and David Sanborn is here this isn't a four play song but we're gonna do Maputo we're, we're fucking playing Maputo yeah how can you not play
1: Maputo's the song off double, of a double yeah. vision yeah. that's the song in fact it's the first cut it's the first song
0: yeah there's another... There's a, there's a song on there that Al Jarreau sings on it, too. Yes.
1: Uh, I know what it is, Can't remember too. the name of it. Yeah. That whole album's great. Right. But, I mean, I've listened to this constantly like, and every time I'm just like, everything's okay in the world. Everything <laughs> is fine.
0: Yeah. Everything is good. Although, I don't know, this isn't like... This isn't a chill out record. Scene. I mean, you can chill out to it, but it's just sort of like slinky and funky enough that I'm like, this is like for like an '80s detective show.
1: You could put this. Dinner. You could put this on a mixtape mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. Yes. And I say this as a compliment. It could also be like a, a Cinemax late at night song. I Hell think. yeah, it
0: can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's uh, but but in a good way. Yeah, no, there's there's sexiness to it too. Yes. But I picture like the dark New York streets with like the fog. Yes. And the detectives in the middle of the case, and he like walks up to his, you know, his uh, crappy apartment. He pours himself a drink, and it's like three o'clock in the morning. He's like, God damn, you know, yeah, <laughs> another okay. dead body. What am I gonna, you know? He's it's that, definitely. You know? What am I gonna get out of this racket? There's a femme fatale somewhere. Definitely.
1: Oh, it's so good. On a a total tangent I saw this Bob James interview uh, Where they're like We're going to go through Like a bunch of samples Mm -hmm. That have taken from you And if you even know about them And somebody's like Oh yeah I knew about this And somebody's like I had no idea I had no idea someone's sampled And there was like one He's like I only know that I got sampled here Because my son told me (laughs) (laughs) He's been sampled that much
0: yeah, I mean he's an older fella yeah. uh, Bob James, he's still with us But he think he's he's into his 80s Yeah, right?
1: I think he still plays too Yeah Which is great yeah. Like I'm not sure what year Oh, you said it's 2008 Eight. Oh, 2008.
0: yeah So even this is a little while ago
1: I mean it's crazy This is 2008 But David Sanborn had been around since the late 70s
0: Yeah Well he started when he was just a kid Yeah I think he, I think he was born in like 50
1: Wow yeah. yeah So he was like early 20s when he started doing Or mid-20s yeah. I would love to go Let's to the ca- Let's clap along
0: with the Japanese audience for a second. Now, I'm pointing this out because there's a stereotype about clapping. That white people, because they're square and have no soul and have no rhythm, tend to clap in the one and the three. You know what I mean? Well, no, the one is the funk. The one is the funk, but when you're clapping along, yeah. the one and three is not where you clap. You clap on the, the, two the two and the fours, the fours if you clap. have if you have rhythm. Yeah. White people clap on the one and the three. Black people clap on the two and the four. That's like the stereotype. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching this video and the audience in Tokyo started clapping along, I realized they're clapping on the two and the four. Oh, look at and this I here. never thought about you know, it's a dumb stereotype, but yeah. there's some truth to it. And I was like, well, look, the jap you know the Japanese audience they know when to clap. The Japanese
1: love smooth jazz
0: yeah like
1: there are so many like Japanese smooth jazz artists that I hear and I go holy fuck they're good and they're just <laughs> this random Japanese band that's been around for 20 years yeah. and you're like fuck they're really good Yeah. and you just like you can't believe it
0: uh, this is not the first uh, live jazz clip in Japan that we've watched I don't think Although the one I'm thinking of, maybe we didn't do on Music Reagan, but I've just shown you before, which is uh, the Manhattan Transfer doing Birdland in like oh, 1987. Yes. That's
1: fucking great. That was also in Japan. That was also. They loved that. They movie. loved it. Yeah, yeah.
0: They're still Do-do-do-do. clapping along too. Yeah. That's time for Bob James. to This go
1: sounds off. very faithful to the record too. Yeah. Like they're not really. They're not like. Let's change it up for the
0: uh, for the live version. You know why? Because it's a pop song. Yeah. It's jazz, but it's a pop song. It's a groove, so you're like, yeah. you like, you want to keep in that pocket, so why bother trying
1: to do something different with
0: I'm sorry to say I don't know who any of the other band members are here.
1: Um, you know what? Some of them kind of went in and out. Like Lee Rittenauer, the guitarist. I can't see if that was him. Mm-hmm. Lee Rittenauer was a guitarist that was in there. Uh, Dave Grusin was a part of uh, Foreplay. It's Bob James's band. And I think not passed, so maybe that's why. But there was a—it's always four. It's always a core, yeah. and then some come in. Gerald Albright, who's another saxophonist, was in there for a while.
0: Um, so it's a little loose. Because yeah, if people don't—if people don't know, it is a pun. It's four play spelled F O U R P L A Y, and they're
1: wonderful. Because there's four of them. It's a
0: quartet. Uh, it's a four four quartet, and they play wonderful
1: some jazz jazz yeah. I still have their uh, debut album, After the Dance.
0: When's that from?
1: Late 80s, because their big song from it was a song that
0: uh, bar sang. Oh, I think we've had that yeah. on the show. I think we, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know if they had started uh, before then or not. That was their first, they started in the late 80s. So like, let's form a super group of smooth jazz artists. Do you think that David and Bob text? <laughs> no you don't think they're pals where they like text no, each other <laughs> I think they are
1: I'm not even not even on their birthdays friends. I think they did the album yeah they got along great and yeah. they're like that was an amazing experience see you when I see you, and so they'll see each other a lot when they every now and then Yeah, but it's not it's not because they never did another thing again
0: no, I'm get, if 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 I was a betting man, I would say that Sanborn and Bob and Foreplay were just both invited to this festival. Yes, and and Bob James said like, "Hey, David, why don't you come and he play?" He's like, us? "Yeah,
1: that sounds great," because he was there anyway. And he played, and then they're like, "Thanks, Dave," and he's like,
0: "Thank you." Yeah, see you in ten years. Yeah, yeah, which makes him even cooler. Yeah, so I just wanted to kick uh, it off with that. That's a good way to start. I was kind of surprised, uh, given how integral to our friendship Maputo is. That we haven't... That we didn't cover it on the saxophone episode. Yeah, actually, no. Or any... Or the smooth jazz episode or any other. Maputo way. started this. Yeah. Maputo started this. This podcast wouldn't exist without Maputo.
1: That's 100% so. correct. Not even, <laughs> that's not hyperbole. No, it's
0: the foundation on it which is. our friendship is, is built. With, our, yeah. our friendship based on Maputo is the greatest I, thing I've ever. I'll heard. give it to Maputo and Angela in equal measure. Yeah. I love that song. And I like... Because you started Smooth Jazz Friday with that, I was quite taken with the idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Why don't you talk about... Set up your first album. Oh, this
1: one, I mean, I think I was going to put it on
0: mm-hmm.
1: way back when. But I think back then, it was like early days. I was like, is that should I? Is that too obvious? Then now I'm just like, fuck it, we're at 83. <laughs> Daryl Hall and John Oates. This is my favorite uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates song, one-on-one. I don't think I know this song. Oh, you might reckon It's a slow jam. Okay. It's a slow jam that... It's the it, perfect example. It's a slow gem that all of a sudden, in the middle of it, it's got a great sax solo, and uh-huh. that's it.
0: So it's just a solo, like on the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And this is just this is the regular music video for this it. This is the resi- regular music video. So do you know what year and or album this was? H two O, and that
1: was eighty three, I believe.
0: Okay. So do you know what other hits are on there? Like Private Eyes or uh, Man Eater? Uh, I think Man Eater's on okay. there.
1: Okay. Okay. Um and. We'll listen to the lyrics for a second.
0: Daryl's having trouble sleeping.
1: So, one of the other reasons why I love this song, just because I love it, but it's also a basketball song, kind of, (laughs) one-on-one. So, (laughs) so much so, the first two lyrics and the chorus are the only references to it, like basketball. Yeah. There's nothing else. But in the in the mid 80s the NBA is like oh this is a basketball song so to do NBA commercials and promos they used this song really yes and it was great because they would just do all these moves in slow mo yeah so like these slow motion dunks or like 360 (laughs) shots
0: only in the 80s yes
1: I love this song I think the bass line is great yeah
0: it's just so it's so awesome unfortunately bass just never carries on laptop speakers it's no one of the downfalls but, of our show it's a great one yeah and there's fucking
1: underrated oats <laughs> underrated oats <laughs> underrated oats Dale no well, Hall has great hair has great hair no. but there's no like the first the lyrics don't even make sense with one on one it's just like the first line is I'm tired of playing on the team mm-hmm. it seems like I can't get time out anymore None of that makes any sense towards basketball.
0: Yeah, that's a reach. That yeah. It's a reach. But uh, you know how I feel about lyrics. They don't fucking matter. As yeah. long as it sounds good. It sounds, it sounds good. It's great. It's It doesn't make sense in English, but it's great in pop language. Yes. Pop, like, pop yeah. language totally fits. It only kind of has to make sense. Yeah.
1: It's fine. It's coming real it, close. It's... To- it's, it's yeah. and
0: I love the close-up with the look to camera. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Here's the sex. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he, who's that playing?
1: I thought this was one of his band members,
0: but you don't know, like, no, he who
1: the they had a band member. No, it's not a guest spot, it's actually his band member because they're played so and that's it. That was it. That was it. Efficient, just like, here we go, yeah. here's the bridge because the song's yeah. almost over.
0: Nice short pop song, right?
1: yeah. They're not, Paul almost doesn't fuck around, no. Yeah, this is definitively my favorite song.
0: He's got a great voice. Great voice. Just, uh. I can't tell if I love or hate that, like, sparkly jacket. <laughs> I am...
1: No, you know what? I almost said I'm here for it, and when you look it up at close, it
0: doesn't work. Yeah. uh
1: uh-huh. I mean, such a good duo. Yeah. And so many of their songs had that thing of, like, okay well there's a bridge well let's let's do the sax yeah you know Man Eater has it
0: it's the early 80s you gotta, you gotta add a little sax color
1: if you had I really do feel at like that time where like st- it's almost like a record company would be like well you're gonna put a sax in it right yeah
0: you, you have to it's like the auto-tune of it's day yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's right <laughs> yeah. Like, well if you're not if you're not auto-tuning it's not a song if you're right. put a sax on it's
0: not it but you are also saying, well, they had a dedicated sax player. They did have a dedicated sax player, which, which is more than like, oh, that. let's just get a studio guy in here, yeah, to record a solo for our song, so we can release it as a single. Yeah,
1: their backy band that they used for years had a sax guy. Yeah, they
0: were legit R and B
1: definitely outfit. He loves staring at that camera.
0: Well, he's yeah. Why wouldn't you? He's a great looking dude. Ugh. Was he like any kind of a heartthrob at the time? I don't think so. No. Because they were two. It was just two guys. It was like your parents listened to yeah. them.
1: I mean, they their hits were huge. I think yeah. It was just you know.
0: Yeah, because he's I mean he's good looking, but he's not really sexy. No,
1: there weren't. They were. Hollis was considered like a great band, but not like sexy band. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well. So speaking of bands that have a dedicated sax player, you know one of the one of the things I love about the saxophone is how many. Different textures it can have, mm-hmm. to where it can be like smooth jazz, where it's like real baby shit soft, mm-hmm. and and it can be really corny sometimes too, or it can be you know like fucking Charlie Parker or oh yeah like, like hard bop or like Coleman and yeah, yeah where you're like yes take me to outer space yeah it's saxophone exactly, yeah. or in the context of rock it can be real like grimy and mm-hmm. slimy. And that's why we're going to talk about the Stooges in this saxophone Of course episode.
1: we're going to have the Stooges in the saxophone
0: episode. Because now it's getting to the point where I'm like, can I get Iggy Pop into every episode <laughs> that we do?
1: Is he your number one, top five, top three?
0: Combining him with the Stooges. Like Artist the whole, of all time? Yeah. Not really, but he's way up there. How is that so? five, possibly in so many top of our three. episodes. I love him.
1: I love him. If you love him, why can't he be top five, top three?
0: Well, I mean, what are we talking about? My favorite figure or my favorite music? I'd say your favorite music. No, it's not. Maybe top five or top three, but not number one. Okay. Uh, Oh, that's still good. Yeah. Um, But anyway, the Stooges had uh, a saxophone player in the band. Playing regularly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that gives a lot of color to their sound because, again, it has that, like, griminess to it. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, especially, like, their slower, less punky songs. Like, Down on the Street, like, their real menacing sort Mm -hmm. of songs, I think, get a lot of great color from having that sax sound Mm -hmm. in it. But what we're going to watch is a little bit of a newer clip from 2008. And I remember watching this at the time. And thinking it was the greatest fucking thing I'd ever seen. Is this the Stooges reunited or something? Yeah, they reunited in the 2000s. Oh, okay. okay. So their original bass player died in like the 70s. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're... I mean, they're all dead now. Except yeah. for Iggy and Mike Watt, who joined as the bass player.
1: How do I know the name Mike
0: Watt? He played with the Minutemen. Okay. And May- Firehose. You yeah, talked about man. him a lot. Yes, yes. But he joined the, this iteration of the Stooges. Um, and it also had the original... Guitar player and drummer, Scott and Ron Ashton, who were brothers, mm. and uh, Steve McKay, who was the saxophone player. Uh, they, they have all since died in the past like 13 years, so the Stooges are no longer a going concern. But this is from the 2008 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony.
1: Oh, all right.
0: And what happened is, the circumstances as I remember them are, Madonna was inducted that year.
1: Okay, yeah, that's
0: right. And typically when you're inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you perform... You know, everybody who's inducted that yes. year sort of gets... Everyone does some of their own music, and then everyone gets together as sort of a super group and plays. Yes. Madonna refused to perform. And in protest, because the Stooges hadn't been inducted yet. So, it, Oh, that's why she did it? Because she's... Eat? Look, oh, it's Madonna. her. 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 She, like, uh, she's just a down-home girl from Detroit, yeah, remember? Yeah, she doesn't fuck around. And she... Didn't like that the Stooges had, yet at that point, because since yeah. then they have been inducted, but at the, at that time, she, in protest of them not having been inducted, asked them to play her songs instead of That's her. fucking cool as shit. So the Stooges did Burnin' Up, oh, which is my favorite Madonna song. That's a great Madonna song. But we're actually not going to watch that performance. Uh, just because I love this one. This one is so much weirder. The second song they did was Ray of Light. (laughs) Ray of Light's a good song. It's a great song. As we'll hear Iggy say, it's a beautiful song. Oh. So we're going to watch the Stooges do Ray of Light at the Rock and Roll Hall induction ceremony. For Madonna, not for the Stooges. Yes. She... She... It was her idea. Her idea. Yes. This could not be more of a random thing. It's so amazing... One of the things I love about it is... I have so many conflicted feelings about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm. Uh, For a long time, it was the only place I wanted to visit. I used to say... People would say, like, if you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you go? And I would say, Cleveland. It's fucking great. Tell me. I wanted to see the museum. It's a great museum. And eventually I went with my father, and it was great. Yeah. And I love the museum. I love all the artifacts they have and the history there. But the idea of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame itself is gross to me and it's such a corporate kind of thing and fuck Mm -hmm. Jan Wenner and all of that. Mm -hmm. So when we watch this clip, it's in this ballroom with all these like industry suits and tuxedos. Yeah. Watching the stooges. Yeah. And like most people are just kind of like they're sitting at their tables with their cocktails like what's going on? (laughs) Where's Madonna? But Madonna's right in the front row. Oh! You've never seen Madonna happier (laughs) than we're going to see her watching this performance and there's someone else sitting next to her who may be the only person in the room more delighted than Madonna is oh okay let me see if
1: I can figure who it and is and it's
0: remarkable and I just like the sax the way the sax sort of fills in mm-hmm. this song and there's a great solo it's just good rock and roll sax and I thought we needed some rock and roll sax sure so let's watch The Stooges in 2008
1: hey Iggy's not wearing a shirt and he still looks fucking amazing yeah
0: These he's moldy oldies You know, ray of light. Can you tell that that's ray of light? That's <laughs> yeah, exactly like <laughs> the original. One, two, three, four. Oh, this is good. Yeah, like bleeding. Yeah, there's sucker. like. Rrr.
1: God, he's weird. <laughs> This is so bizarre Look at Madonna She's like look at Was that Justin Timberlake? Was it? On the right? Was that JT? Is it when they go back?
0: We'll get another Yeah we'll yeah, get into it. another okay.
1: I like it It's just that Sex for guys Just an old oh, dude He's waiting for his chance Look at all these suits That is Justin Timberlake It is It is yeah. Yes That's who I was
0: talking okay. about Okay Quite a Madonna. He's Iggy is giving this entire he gave the Burn Up performance to the crowd. He's giving this performance to Madonna. Yeah, this is for her. It's for her. Yeah. Mike Watt's bass is just like, I've seen him live, it's the loudest thing in the world.
1: <laughs> it sounds just enough like, like this,
0: yeah. But it's the Stooges version of it for sure. I like it too because it looks like Iggy's enjoying himself as well. Yeah, Iggy Pop is all love, man. He's like, <laughs> I'm not. He's a casting rail like Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that sax again. Yeah, yeah it, the griminess is that is that it's like low and
0: dirty yeah and that I think that's like a baritone sax yeah and, but it's such a great contrast okay I love this shot because Justin Timberlake is having his fucking mind yeah. Blown. He's never known anything like this. He's just like, this is amazing. Did you see the way he was nodding? Yeah. Like, oh my... God. Like a kid hearing rock and roll for yeah. the first time. He's got
1: the look on his face like,
0: wait, you can do this He's music? He's so into it. So into it. It gives me so much delight to yeah. see Justin Timber like, this is the best thing I've yeah. ever seen. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, I just want to... I want to see that his face again. Yeah. So I'm going to back it up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is like not like, this fuck just just like, Yeah, this... Yeah, put it into
0: my veins, inject me. Cause it's like the Stooges are so grimy, but it's such a joyful song. Yes, like the contrast is. It was also such a big hit that you just know it. Yeah. I remember when this was a big hit because it came out the summer that Madonna turned 40. Yeah, which was such a big deal. This was a big deal. This was kind of like a big album for her. Yeah, it is a great song. Look at it. She's like, Fuck She's, yeah. She is having She's the type like, 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 look at this. Now he's going out into the crowd. Yeah. Feel something. <laughs> Feel it, <baby.
1: laughs> and then this guy's like, what? And this guy's like what? that. Oh, that this dude. Is, uh, that's a big producer. I forgot. Clyde yeah.
0: Davis, right there. Oh, well, that's yeah, that is Clyde yeah. Davis. This is a tough crowd for Iggy, but yeah. he's, he's selling it anyway. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, you're gonna like this. Madonna's just cracking up.
1: That's the best of it. i was just laughing like this is great. Yeah. yeah, this is what she wanted. Yeah. Who is that bassist again? Mike Watt. That dude is really into this.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, the thunder of that bass.
1: Yeah, and just the wide stance. Yeah. You make me feel shiny and new. <laughs> like a virgin being touched for the very first time. <laughs> Look at Justin Timberlake. Justin was like, this is amazing. <laughs> he's like, I can't believe I get there. And then he just fucking walks off stage. Yep. Uh, there you go. That, that was, was Madonna's
0: s- induction. Hysterical. Good on her. I love the, I love the performance so much. Mm-hmm. Such a weird song for them. I, I hope they chose it. Yeah. I hope Madonna said, do whatever song. Which songs you want. do you like? And Burning Up makes sense because that's like the totally. most rock song yeah, on it's her very first. Very fast. Album. Yeah. That's an easy one to pick. Yeah. And I think the Stooges said, we'll do that one, and then what's like the weirdest thing we could do? Yeah, what's one <laughs> that doesn't seem like we should do? Yeah, what who produced that? Not the Dust Brothers. Will uh uh I don't know like the one chemical... one others? Yeah, one of those fucking that like, yeah, was. One of those like electronic producers. Yeah, was when China, big of China was big, yeah. Yeah. And they made it a Stooges song. Yeah. And I so enjoy how much Madonna and Justin Timberlake are into it and nobody else really Everybody knows what like to when, make up. When of is it. this ending? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And obviously I love the accent. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's all around goodness.
0: R.I.P. Steve McKay. Uh he was just a great uh, an integral part of their sound. Oh, okay. Uh, now let's make a hard it's left turn, hard, but a live version. A live version. A live version
1: of "Cool uh, in the Gang." Yeah. This was "Cool in the Gang '80." Uh,
0: mm-hmm. This
1: is their uh, F jam. Too hot. Too hot. Which you might recognize. It was a big hit. This mm-hmm. is like that transition. You know, we've talked about Cool Gang a little bit, where like between '70s, like, they were that funk band. And then, uh, you know, didn't even really have a lead singer. And then they're like, we need to make some money. Yeah. So they got James J.T. Taylor to be the lead singer. And they exploded and became... So this is very early kool the Gang. This is like their first... Maybe their first album, if not second album with uh, J.T. Taylor.
0: Okay. And then they became... So human. early of that iteration. Early mean, of that But right after iteration. like... Summer Madness and, and even Jungle, Jungle Boogie, Boogie, but like at and
1: and Hollywood Swing, before
0: celebrate. Yes, yeah,
1: yes, and before like the, even the mid '80s where they just got really poppy. Yeah,
0: okay, cool. Oh yeah,
1: and just a lot of dancing. Mm-hmm. You know the song. Yes, I do, <laughs> I do. Thank you. That's JT. That's James JT Taylor. And who's the saxophone player? Play, I mean. The sax from the band I can't remember I think it was actually One of the Bell Brothers No 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 There's a Bell Brother That passed away Last year But that wasn't him At 17 we fell in love Yeah High school sweethearts This is actually A little sped up Oh okay Yeah And again Sax just comes For the bridge It's a little longer But yeah Sometimes that's all you need Just needed. And there's We still play so many people In this band and there's so, so much my voice is like warm butter yeah oh yeah and then <laughs> this is this is the brass section and they don't have anything to do so they're like we're just gonna
0: fucking dance mm-hmm. sort of like dollar store temptations choreography yes. but it's not what the band's about so that's fine yeah they weren't a dan- <laughs> They weren't a
1: dancing band so yeah. they're just like let's just do this I mean this is like the sound of my childhood
0: yeah not mine but it's cool anyway yes and this Who does he remind me of? Who does his voice remind me of? Um, well, maybe it just reminds me of Cool in the Gang, cool the gang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Watch how they do this Yeah Yeah Just so much This is extra. when these bands perform Look how many fucking people are in this band I know how they? It's insane There's I mean I'm trying to find cool who's a bassist in the back but
0: there's okay and there's there's also percussionists yeah there's so like there are so many like rock and roll bands that were power trios that splintered apart because three dudes couldn't get along yeah I'm like how does a touring band with like like 28 guys guys in it get along that they're like "We're, we're good yeah we're good for years and all this like choreography and stuff like they had to rehearse together how do they yeah how do that many people get along right? yeah it's remarkable
1: right, we're getting ready for the sax alright yes you can bring it on
0: yeah oh shit oh the coolest looking guy in the group <laughs>
1: yeah sax most is not fucking around no yep. love those shades yeah no, I can't remember his name but yeah it was all like these are all band members not like session players
0: yeah play your sax cool yeah, let's go man
1: and he's riffing a little bit because it's a little different from the
0: um, album yeah oh yeah you gotta improvise yeah that. you
1: gotta spice it up a bit oh it is Ronald Bell oh Ronald Bell oh, Ronald oh, Bell yeah, yeah he passed away he
0: from Bell to yeah of course
1: <laughs> oh yeah Oh, and there's his brother. Uh, and there's Cool, right on bass. Cool is on bass, yes. Robert Coolbell. Basically formed the band when he was like 16. Oh, okay. And who And met and constantly told me, you know, I'm friends with Robert. <laughs> I was like, you met him at a charity event. Stop it.
0: You know, if you, ever, like, randomly in public ran into him, he'd be like, yeah. and And Pichetta'd be like, oh, fuck! doing? I'd be excited we're, I, you were at that charity event that time right
1: you were great Shoot, I remember thinking, like
0: hey Rob <laughs> hey Rob Robert Robert oh, yeah, yeah. Rob's you. yeah so one two yeah five, there's like
1: set, at least nine guys in that band yeah, it's a big yeah.
0: Band. Uh, let's watch a short clip that I know you've seen before because it's a TikTok that I sent you before oh, this is fucking great this is like my favorite TikTok of this all time this is fucking amazing when you show me this this is a kid who, his account is called, uh... Oh, I wrote it down. I can't remember his name. Evan Jacobson. Mm-hmm. With two N's at the end of Jacobson. That's all I know about him. Is He's this guy. I guess he's anywhere from 18 to 23. Yeah, sounds about right. A young kid named Evan Jacobson. And he posted this TikTok. And the caption on it says, Adding sax solos to songs that don't need them. Part one. Mm-hmm. Uh... And it, it's so good what he does here. It's, a,
1: it's insane. It's he, maddening yeah. how good it is.
0: He doesn't play the whole song. He plays the first few seconds of Big Papa mm-hmm. by the Notorious B.I.G. before the bridge. Yes. And then over the bridge, he plays a sax solo that he wrote that he says... Doesn't need to be there. But, of course, all the comments were like, that did need to be there. Yeah. It needs to be there. It always needs to be there. Everyone went crazy for it. And what I love about this in particular is, like, Big Papa, of course, already samples Footsteps in yes. the Dark by the Isley Brothers. And then it adds a little bit more of, like, a of a drum track over yeah. it. So the, the beat hits a little harder. But, like, it's already a collaboration there. So it's like, what he's really playing is over, like, Footsteps in the Dark yeah. But, but but with like Puffy's production over yes. it or whatever and then he's this kid all these years later so it's like a multi-decade yes multi-artist generation, and it's just such a fun thing to do and this is why I love TikTok yeah this is genius so I just want to watch this video again because I I have I've watched it so many times and I love this lick that he does. Yeah. and he's like watch this yeah. I see somebody tonight that should be having my baby
1: Me, fuck me. <laughs> oh, I forgot how good this is. And you're like the Isley Brothers
0: messed up by Yeah, not they fucked remember. up. Yeah.
1: They should have done this. It's so good. This dude is a genius. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. I'm. I'm not joking
0: or doing hyperbole with that, that, I get a little chills yeah I get goosebumps because it's so good I'll, let's watch it again it's it like again. 30 seconds because it's almost too perfect yeah and he's just I mean he looks like a cool guy but yeah. like a little dorky he's like a band kid yeah he's a band kid who knows he did but something cool but he's like the cool guy in yeah. the band he knows he's doing something cool he's yeah. just a nerd and he's—but hes but he's got the confidence he yeah. sells it uh, he plays so good, good. Waist, please don't shoot up the place. Wow. See some ladies tonight That should be having my baby mm. Mm. Oh, baby. Mm. oh
1: Here's what's also amazing, too, because when you first see it, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's see what he does with it. And then he that first note, you're like, what? What is he? Oh, my God. Yeah. He's so good.
0: Well, because he called it sax solos that don't need to be there or sax solos for songs that don't need them. I thought before I heard it, I was like, oh, this is going to be like a parody or a funny yeah. thing where he like overplays or yeah. like provides an example of like. This is what a bad saxophone yeah, player Yeah, this is would what do. not to do. But actually, he was just being like self-effacing because yeah. it's perfect. He undersold it, and yeah. rightfully so. So this says part one, and yeah. indeed he has done like at least a dozen more of these since then. Mm. Some of them are better than others. Yeah, but I want to watch one more that sure, is, but... is a, one of my favorites. Uh, that I put in another tab here. This is his sax solo that he adds to Jenny from the Block.
1: Oh, this will be By interesting, J-Lo.
0: and I really like this I one. I love Jenny really. from the like The
1: song, so it's I'm not
0: as good, but I'm gonna say this is my second favorite of okay. all the ones that he's done so far. I don't
1: oh no, this is good. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this is yeah. really good too. Yeah.
0: Oh, He's he just so he just clean. gets in and gets out. It's so clean, so dude. So clean. It's so clean. God damn, this dude's amazing. I love that in that one at the beginning of his riff, he interpolates the hook and then goes That's into an That's why I love riff. that too. He's get those yeah. and then
1: he goes and does his own thing. Doesn't
0: usually do that, but it, it works so well in this one. I want to play this one again one more time. Mm-hmm. You think it's like, oh, is he just going to play the whole song, but no. Right there, yeah.
1: Ah. This dude makes
0: me want to get on TikTok. Yeah. Every time he comes up in my feed, I'm like, oh, another one. (laughs) He did it again. Ah. So cool.
1: Fuck, that dude's good. He's
0: If he doesn't get famous off of these, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, he deserves something. it. Something.
1: He's really fucking talented. Yeah.
0: Someone put him in their band or like, yeah. you know. Because he's good and yeah. he's like, you could tell he's creative. And he's young, so like, yeah. he's still got room to grow. Whoever he is, Evan Jacobson, whatever, I don't know. Amen. I tried looking to see if there have been any articles about him since mm-hmm. this, because it did go viral. Mm-hmm. And there have been a couple of, um, articles, but they're just like that sort of cheap thing where... You know, some the article is just like, this kid went viral with this thing. And it just has an embed of the video and And describes what it is. But it's not like an interview with him or anything, with any background. So I couldn't really find out anything about him. But I really hope that he starts to, like, emerge and learn more about him. Because he's so interesting. Evan Jacobson. Good Good on him. All right. Now let's move on to your next clip. Oh, you are either Mm -hmm. going to be like... Hey, this is good, or uh, okay, Kirk. <laughs> Why is this just like the smoothest of the two? It's no, it's smooth, no, it's smooth, 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 it's smooth
1: jazz funk uh-huh. uh, by a Dutch saxophonist named Candy Dolfer. <laughs>
0: that name? The name's funny. Candy she, Dolfer.
1: She's the uh, daughter of, I think his name's Hans Duffler, mm-hmm. who's a jazz saxophonist. I never heard of him before, really. But he, she's basically kind of like self taught. Mm-hmm. And She's performed with everyone. And I'm going to have you play this before I tell you who's all she's played with and how she got Okay. It. So this is... She does a lot of covers. Like, she will do the saxophone smooth jazz cover of uh, the Isley Brothers' For the Love of You. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love it. It's great. But this is an original song called uh,
0: My Funk. Okay. Live. And, and, you know, as I think about it... I don't know if this is sexist of me to say or if it's just a sexist fact... But I feel like you don't often see women saxophonists. You don't see a lot. I'm trying I, to think if I know any. I didn't, and she's right now the only
1: one that I know, and I yeah. just happen to really like her, and so I was like, I gotta put her in.
0: And this is called My Funk. My Funk. Alright, well, the bass is immediately cool. Oh, yeah.
1: Hmm. Hey, this doesn't sound like smooth. This sounds like funk. It, it's smooth funk. Because it was play, played on a lot of smooth jazz music. Really. There's Candy Delta.
0: Oh, she's cute as hell. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But here's here's why that was like, are you going to get a little cringy? You know, you'll see a second. Okay. Ah, oh, this is so good.
0: Yeah. Where's the cringe? I don't get any cringe. It's coming. Okay. She's great. She is great.
1: She's really funky. It'll be coming up, Rosanna. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. What does this lick remind me of? It's, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I just can't remember. But it is a funk lick. It's yeah. That resembles something.
0: Okay, it was very jazzy. Yeah.
1: Um, it's coming a little later than I thought. Okay. She was discovered by Prince. That makes sense to me. She played in the New Power Generation when she was, like, 19. Oh, wow. Okay. She's in
0: the Party Man video. Shut up. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Does she play on Diamonds and Pearls then? The album? She might. She didn't play
1: long for him. Here we go. So, here becomes there's a long rap break, and you're like, hmm.
0: It's not a bad rap. I like it. Yeah, I don't like rap. Not to like gatekeep or segregate, but I don't like when rap is placed in other genres. I can see that. I'm. I like the rap on Alphabet Street. Makes me go a little kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the thing that I was like,
1: oh, because they threw rap in. I'm okay with it. I'm also like, you know, the song was great without it. You didn't really need it. Yeah. You didn't need this break. But I like her, the rapper, and, and she's just a random rapper on the show. You don't know who she is here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it always just feels like an attempt to appeal for a crossover. Yeah, yeah exactly. It felt a little crossover-y. Well, who am I to say?
1: Yeah. Okay. But this song, I fucking love. Um, so, like, she's, like, she's, like, she's had a bunch of albums. Her first album... I mean listen she was like 21 or 22 yeah. sexuality oh I mean how did no one take that already yeah right in the 70s yeah. at least why was that not even a thing Yeah. so um, but you know she's in like huge in demand session so She played with Prince and a bunch of other people she's like playing with Pink Floyd and, like Van Morrison and just like all these random types of uh, bands
0: I feel now a little ashamed that I haven't heard of her before
1: I, again, I only know her from, because she's played on smooth jazz stations a lot. Yeah. She has a bunch of albums. I'm going to look her up some. I
0: mean, the mix here of jazz and funk and then hip-hop, it, it feels very Prince to me. It feels Definitely. very NG. Like, you would feel like uh,
1: like Prince would have this jam in concert just to like mess around. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. Uh, she's uh, She's like 51 years old. She's played with Prince, Dave Stewart, Van Morrison, Angie Stone, Maceo Parker, wow. uh, Alan Parsons, Tower of Power. Oh, I mean, if
0: Maceo Parker is signing off on, yeah, exactly. on a saxophonist, then you couldn't get more credibility.
1: Let me give you some of her uh, album titles. Yeah. Uh-oh. Sexuality. <laughs> yeah. Saxagogo. Okay. Big Girl. Sure. For the Love of You, which is her cover album. Yeah. Uh, Girls' Night Out. Uh... Dolphur Dolfer, sure yeah and then my favorite Candy Storm Candy,
0: yeah there you go there you, there go, you go yeah Candy Gets It Candy Gets It and this is from 2009 I think it yes. said
1: yeah this song's probably like that one this was new in 2009 this is one of those like I'm always like if they're like hey Candy Dolfer's playing at some place I would go see her yeah 100% She's just got the real tight uh,
0: band. Yeah, no, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, she's I, cool. I didn't like the rap initially, but the vocals now are great.
1: Yeah, that's the
0: thing. Like, you, The rap
1: did feel like it was a little bit like, let's do some rap. Yeah. Or if they'd just done all this, you'd have been like, this is fucking amazing. It's so fun. And she is... Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah, she is fine. Yeah. I, uh, I tend to not like blondes. <laughs> as you, as you know, based on my wife. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh my god, just a really talented yeah. fly is fly, fly, is fly. Yeah. She's fucking great. She's selling it. She's killing it on the sacks. And she's, she's also singing and doing a little like uh, a, a little
0: uh, choreography. Yeah, again, yeah, this this band is putting on a show. This is a fucking show. Everyone here is selling. Yeah, yeah. Candy gets it. Well, she's trained under
1: Prince. Yeah. I mean, what? She just fucking knows. She knows how to do a show. A better boot camp than you yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And she's Dutch.
1: And she's Dutch. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, bass player just looks like some like smelly dude from the rock band in your town <laughs> but he's playing this funky yeah, ass bass he's all over the place and he's like and he's yeah, playing on this. a P bass too which is uh, not what you usually see it. in a funk outfit oh uh, thank you Candy that was cool I'm a little insulted you thought I might not like that it was more the rap part yeah the rap it part wasn't was like, no, I mean, it wasn't that cringy I mean I would rather have done without it but yeah but oh uh, such a good song. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, we don't often talk about jazz on the show. We've covered some jazz A little bit, not a lot. Uh, we've never really talked about free jazz or, like, avant-garde.
1: It's hard for me.
0: It's hard for everyone. It's hard for everyone. It's okay if anyone says, you know, free jazz is inaccessible Yeah. to me. Yeah. It's, it's too hard to yes. get into. But I think everyone's opinion is, like... I'll acknowledge that Ornette Coleman is a genius, and I just don't understand it because yes. I'm not smart enough about yes. music.
1: I understand how amazing he is. I yeah. don't need to listen to right. it.
0: We're not going to talk about Ornette Coleman yeah. though. Uh, I just I found this profile of John Gilmore, who was the the saxophone player in Sun Ra's orchestra for like forty I years.
1: Sunrise, like you, how much more free jazz can you get? I,
0: like I, I love I love again. I love the idea and the figure of Sun Ra more than I like the music. Agree, oh, a
1: hundred percent.
0: But Sun Ra has also done enough stuff that, like a lot of his, in like early stuff in the fifties, is almost just like sort of R and B poppy for the time and mm-hmm. isn't that weird. Um, so there are a lot of Sun Ra records that I genuinely love. Mm-hmm. But you know, other times when it's like, hey, the orchestra's is really just going to go on a journey right now. It's like it's like the jazz equivalent of The Grateful Dead, where I'm like, yeah, they're all good players, but yeah. I don't really want to listen to this. No, But we're going to listen to some of it.
1: Well, yeah, but thankfully it's not 20 minutes long. No, so we're just going to take- listen
0: to like, like four minutes yeah. of it. And the orchestra is just really fun to look at anyway. And Sun Ra is just such a... Wacky genius yes. weirdo Yes There'd be no Africa Bombada Without Son. No of, uh, not at all I mean he's just One of those guys uh, He's just like The original musical weirdo And the fact that He was that weirdo In like the 40s and 50s Yeah um, Before it was cool Yeah it is, it is one of those cases Where he
1: influenced many Without really Making it Big Big Right. imprint on, uh, on on, like, the charts.
0: Even as just a pop culture figure, yes. he still stands tall. Yeah. And John Gilmore joined his band in, like, maybe his... In the 50s, when he mm. was, like, in his 20s. God, and, and he was the saxophonist in the band. He played with others, too, but he was primarily... He stayed in the orchestra mm. until Sun Ra died in 93. And then after Sun Ra died, the orchestra kept going, and John Gilmore became the band leader. Oh, I didn't know that. But he died only like two years later. Oh, so. okay. Uh, when he was in his early 60s, sadly. Yeah. But we're just going to watch this cool clip I found that looks like it's from the 70s. I'm not sure when. Mm-hmm. Maybe late 60s. And if, there's just a clip of John, of John Gilmore talking about Sun Ra for a little bit. Mm. And then we'll watch some of them playing, which is just real peak yeah. Sun Ra. <laughs> yeah.
1: That fucking beanie is amazing. He, he looks like Marvin Gaye. He looks so good. Of music, you know, circa, um, past, you might let's
0: get it. Yeah, I was just thinking What that. Bird and Monk and the fellows were doing. I didn't think anybody was ahead of them <laughs> until I met Sun you know. Mm-hmm. And I played with him on and off for about six months. And I could read real well. i just come out to Army playing solo clarinet, so reading was no problem any of the music that he showed me, I could read it pretty well, but I didn't really understand it. I couldn't hear it for about six months. Then one night, I heard it. (laughs) We were playing this number Saturn. I had been playing it for six months every time we worked. But then I really heard the intervals this one night. And I said, my gosh, this man is more stretched out than Monk. It's unbelievable (laughs) that anybody could write any meaner intervals than Monk or Mingus, you know? But he does, his intervals, knowledge of intervals and harmony very highly advanced you know so when i saw that i said well i think i'll make this to stop you know i love the idea that even the guys in the orchestra were like i didn't get it at first yeah
1: also (laughs) like i played it for six months like i can read music and play along that i played it for six months fine
0: yeah you know what i meant right you can understand it we have an epiphany yeah Sun of course, as we all know, is an alien from outer space. I mean, 100%. 100%. Insisted to his dying day that he was from, I think, Saturn? Yeah, Saturn. Yeah, I almost said Mars, but no, Saturn oh, is where Saturn. Saturn. Yeah. And Gilmore's not. This isn't, like, the wackiest, like, hardest to access. No, it's not. It's. Not inaccessible.
1: Yeah. It's just something that I find pleasing to hear. You're right. Like you're like this isn't this like hard bob like a Ornette, where you're like, whoa, yeah. you're way in my face
0: and this is this is hard. Try kind of relaxing music. Like you know what I would do to this is like cook. I would cook to this. I would cook to yeah.
1: this. I would absolutely that
0: would be the, oh, I wouldn't sit and read a book to this. No. I would cook to this. This is activity music. Yeah. Cooking cleaning. Yeah. Now, Sun Ra is just doing yeah, I mean, his thing.
1: He is. I feel like he always had a hat like that. Yeah, he
0: was always wearing the silver yeah. uh, alien uniforms. Yes. Yeah, it's his, his own style. Yeah. yeah. He's just feeling it, man. Yeah, he's just doing whatever. I don't quite get it, but maybe if I listen to nothing but this for six months, then it will click. I don't know if I would ever get it. <laughs> It's not bad, it's just, like you said, like, I'm not sure what situation I would yeah. be able to sit and enjoy this. Yeah, like, um, I'm t-
1: cooking right now is
0: the only thing. Yeah. I wouldn't
1: drive to this, I wouldn't work out to this,
0: I wouldn't sit and listen to this, I wouldn't read a book to this. But you I- I've presented enough music to you on this show that you think is terrible. Yeah. Where... I admit that there comes a point where like I've listened to so much rock and pop music over the years that stuff that's quote unquote bad to most ears is good to me just cuz it's it's interesting again cuz it's yes. different. It's something different. Yeah. And I can imagine that like if you're just a jazz guy and you've listened to nothing but jazz for decades it comes a point it's like yeah, I need something unique. I need something to, to, to feel something. Yes, exactly. Yes. You build up a tolerance, and yeah, you need weirder and weirder shit. To be yeah. like, what are they doing? I need like <laughs> to cut myself to feel again. <laughs> yeah. So, if all, you know, when all jazz starts to sound the same to you, you're like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna get into free jazz now. This is where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I need the uncut stuff.
0: And that's me, like thinking beat happening is great. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah this might be like Sun like kind of as accessible and still I'm like oh boy that's a little I like, yeah. can't hear all that
0: but I like Gilmore's sax on that because it was it was uh, a little more mainstream
1: yes and I love the interview I was just like yeah six months I was like I could read music but I didn't know I didn't know yeah. what it
0: was I was just reading it that was so and then once he got it he was like okay I'm in your band until the day I die yeah literally He's
1: like right then and there here I am this yep. is it
0: That's I'm done yeah. this is it that's fascinating yeah uh, so so now that we've broken the seal on Free Jazz There's going to be way more of it From here on out <laughs> That's right so Well, let's, let's...
1: Speaking of Free Jazz <laughs> Our next artist could not be this more Free not... Jazz Yeah this
0: is uh, Wow
1: yeah, Talk about wow. a hard turn Yeah Oh let's, let's, let's dive into some Foreigner Sure Let's dive into Foreigner Urgent Urgent I
0: know this song
1: I don't hate Urgent I <laughs> don't hate Foreigner They're A part... They're a part of my youth. There's so much... They had so many big fucking hits when I was like 10 to like 15. Mm -hmm. And they were just around. I'd never sought them out, Mm -hmm. but they were always big. And this might be the only song I know where they have a saxophone.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm interested because I know the song but I can't think of a sax part is it again like just on the bridge or is it throughout
1: it's on the bridge and towards the end where they're just
0: like oh we should put sax because it's the because never
1: fucking had sax in their songs I have a soft spot for like
0: I want to know what love is I
1: hate that song (laughs) but I fucking love Waiting for a Girl Like You yeah oh I love that song and I like there's stuff like um Long, long way from home. That's a good rocker. Cold as ice. They're all like songs that I grew up on, so I don't hate them. Yeah,
0: they're in that. They're in that like Boston bad company yes. journey yes. sort of thing for Very me. Very much yeah. so.
1: Yeah, but they were so big. So this is urgent. Urgent was a huge fucking hit. Sure. Now watch this like video that they're doing. Drummers in the front. Ooh, look at that! Not fucking around. That's a choice. Yeah, yeah. I've never
0: seen that. That is a definitive choice. What year is this song? This is 81, I okay. Because they did kind of go from, like, 70s rock to, yes. like, 80s pop. Yes. And, and then, this is a, this is in the middle, kind of. Yes, this is in the middle.
1: Not yet I know what I want to know what love is, yeah. where they're just like, fuck it.
0: But this is, like, their early 80s, where they're just like a bunch of, like, they're like a bunch of dads. Well, this is, this is the interesting thing about this time... Where it's the dawn of music videos, yep, and bands like this are making music videos, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> they're all ugly. <laughs> this
1: isn't working for
0: us. And, and then all of a sudden, you start to get like Duran Duran yeah. and uh, bands with real pretty dudes yeah. in it. Exactly. And bands like this sort of disappear. Yep. Yeah. Definitively. Yeah. Now. Because they're just they're real regular guys. They're real re- Joe Jackson <laughs> Yeah. Now. It's the plural is Joe's bag it does.
1: I don't like the way that sounds, <laughs> So I don't want to use that. I know that's correct yeah. as an editor, but I don't like it, so I don't use yeah, it.
0: Like anymore. Surgeon's General and Whoppers Jr. Yeah,
1: I don't like it. <laughs> and I know that it's correct, but I need to hear it sound good. Yeah. So here's the thing uh-huh. that I learned. Obviously, Horner never had a saxophone player in their band. Right. Here's the sax. But he's there with the band. He's there with them there. But and He'll play again That's not the, That's That's just some random dude That was Yeah So The guy that played Saxophone On this song "Urgent" Is Junior Walker and Junior Walker Shut the awesome. fuck up Yeah but Isn't that fucking crazy Wow Yeah and, but what he said, "I'm not
0: gonna be in the music video with those guys." And he's like, "No, but
1: I'll take the, I'll do the song and I'll yeah. take I'll take a, I'll take a you know, shotgun, Junior Walker, so good." Yeah. And once I learned that, I was like, "Fuck, I should have put
0: shotgun in." Is, Is there a good video clip of it? I think there's live version. Okay. Of yeah. But That's yeah, the you tricky thing about our show: some yeah. of the oldest great, great songs you can't find. That's why I like. Clips.
1: I was never gonna put Coltrane on because it's hard to get a good Coltrane. Yeah. Unless it's like a thirty-minute video, right? But yeah, this guy, this saxophone guy.
0: Who? He's miming to Junior. How dare yes. he? How dare they? That being said, I love his look. I love this dude's look. <laughs> it's a real 1980s. Yeah, look at this guy. Like, is that John Oates? Yeah, looks a little, little John Oates. A little John Oates, a little Phil Lennett. Skinny tie.
1: <laughs> now, he might be a saxophone guy. I don't even know. I hope that he is. I hope that he's at least a saxophone guy. I hope
0: that they didn't yeah. have... Actors audition to play the sax in the music video for Urgent.
1: If I had to guess, trying to be optimistic, I'm gonna say maybe he's a hired gun that they used at this time period. Like, yeah, you will go on tour, but Junior Walker's not going on tour. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he is, but I, he's the he's the best look in the band.
0: How did they, what a coup. Yeah. I want to know the story of how Foreigner got Junior Walker to yeah. play the, so, the solo on Urgent. Well, I mean, I guess
1: 1981, Junior Walker, you know, wasn't as relevant, so they're probably like, he's probably like, yeah,
0: I'll, I'll do it for the cash. So I guess, yeah.
1: That would be my guess.
0: But I wonder if it was like the record company's idea, or if the guy in Foreigner was like, I want Junior Walker to play sex on this. Oh, that's a good question. It was a great it, solo. It would be,
1: it would be interesting if they're like, well, you need a sax solo in this, like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, well, we'll get fucking Junior. Walker.
0: We'll do it if you can get us Junior Walker. Yeah, and they did. They'll okay, that's how Walker. much we want sax. That's on how singles. important
1: sax was <laughs> in the early '80s. Yeah.
0: Okay. This you're gonna love this. Is this Jeff Bezos? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Just no. So something that I I did a lot more in the early days that I want to get back to is finding like non-pop single just like just random shit on YouTube yeah so I just went to YouTube and I typed in saxophone cover oh and I found this video that's been on YouTube for about a year it only has like 1600 views 1600? yes 1600 oh, and, and it's this guy his name is Mark Wild Wild with an E oh my god and uh, oh my god, he doesn't have any followers. He doesn't have a lot of views. He's from Ireland. I went to his website, and he just he plays like weddings and parties and things. Mm-hmm. And I found this video of him doing a cover, just an all sax cover of Peg by I, Steely Dan, my favorite Steely Dan song. Oh, it's one of my favorite songs of all oh, time. It's so fucking good. This is so fucking. <laughs> I can't wait to see it because it's not just like you'll see. He's he's recording it in his studio. He multi tracks it. He multi tracks it to mimic like the Michael McDonald uh, hey! multi tracks. Yeah, this is so good. I almost like it better than the Steely Dan version. Wow, that's a this, hot take. This could not be more well done. Oh my god! I know I'm overselling it, but I don't think I'm yeah, overselling. I don't think
1: you it. can oversell this enough to me.
0: I, I it's, don't it's, think it's It's possible. so criminal to me that this has so few views. It's great. I cannot wait. This is Mark Wilde playing Peg by Steely Dan. And Fuck then, me. Right away, it's a split screen with three of him because yeah. he's, he's playing multi-tracks. Yes. He's accompanying himself. Oh, this is already delicious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. This dude is the best. Fuck yeah. me. Yeah, Oh, goddamn. I'm gonna play this for Theo. Oh, it's good. What's it's this perfect. guy's name? Mark Wilde. Mark Wilde. Peg, that's Peg sex cover.
0: Oh! oh. That little flourish. Yeah. Thing. I feel like Donald Fagan would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't put fucking flourishes <laughs> on my song. But I love it. Oh, I love it. This dude is
1: great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shame on the world for this only being 1,600 years.
0: Yeah. How is this not discovered yet? Yeah.
1: And how old is this? Like a year or two old? A year old. Oh, my God. Oh! <laughs> oh, the chorus. Yeah. Now, listen. I'm not going to say this is better than the original, but <laughs> God damn
0: it. But wouldn't, like... Don't you want to rip this and put it on your I'm on Spotify to, and like I'm 100%. listen to it? hundred yeah. percent Yeah. This is It's good enough to listen to. It. This is not, this is a jogging song right yeah. now. This is an yes. official jogging song. It's not just like, oh that's a fun YouTube. It's like, no, no I
1: want to listen to this. This is now part of my life. Yeah. 100 <laughs> percent God damn, this guy's great.
0: Oh, he's doing the, the guitar, guitar solo. And listen to yeah. it. Because he's just interpolating enough that you recognize it as the guitar solo, but he's riffing on it enough. That he's, he's making it unique. He's making it his own. Yeah. He's not trying to make a guitar.
1: He's just like acknowledging
0: guitar. Right. Oh. But he's not playing something completely different. He's still playing the solo. Yeah. Yeah. He makes all the right
1: choices uh, the whole time. It's, you know what, I, I can see like, if you're like a wedding player, yeah, we, and they probably play this a lot, so he probably plays a little lot and knows it, knows the song instead out, that he's like, I know what to do with this Yeah.
0: Song. But oh. he's just this fucking ham and egger in Dublin. I fucking love this guy. He's probably an accountant by day and like, oh. plays parties on the weekend. You have no idea how much I love this dude. This, this course drives me yeah. crazy. There's five tracks of him playing right now. <laughs> He's doing Michael McDonald. yeah. I wish he was in LA. I would hire him for a party like that. Oh my that. god, yes. Still playing. And I, I, I just love the idea of a musician like this Where he doesn't really make money doing this But he just plays for the love of yeah, it and he's, like, I want, I, he's like, I love paid. Yeah. Let me see what I can do with it But he paid for the studio time to record oh. this Just because he wanted to So only got 1600 views He just wanted to do it oh, God, This God, outro is so it. good
1: This dude is great Yeah Yes. Go off, yes, Mark. Yes, King. Go off, Mark. God damn! Get yours. <laughs> oh shit! This is a revelation. This guy is great. <laughs> oh my god! I love this
0: dude. <laughs> What a job he did!
1: Fucking markwildsax.com.
0: Yeah. Seek him out. And I went to his website and it's just like, hire me for your wedding. (laughs) I'm available. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, this dude, that was amazing. Right? I told you I didn't
0: oversell it. No, you did not oversell that (laughs) at all. When I found this, like I said, I just typed in sax cover. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is from last year. No views best thing I've seen on YouTube this I mean, year also it's like you're like oh well I'll hit it
1: just to see what we yeah. have here because I need some for the show and then you must have been like what
0: yeah I mean I did filter through a lot of sort of mediocre crap yeah. before I found this but yeah oh my god that was amazing isn't that fun <laughs> just putting pig sax cover that will be downloaded tomorrow yeah and the other thing I like about it is this, you don't think of Peg as a saxophone song that's Deacon Blues no. yeah. that's the one with the sax solo exactly on. this guy's like no I'm doing Peg yeah because I don't need to show off. Everyone yeah. already loves the sax on Deacon Boone. And the best song. Yeah, it is.
1: Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, I love
0: that so much.
1: That was fucking great. Yeah.
0: Okay, what's your last okay. pick here?
1: Are you familiar with the band Quarterflash? I don't believe I am,
0: unless you've brought them up before.
1: I have not. Okay. They were like... <laughs> A hot minute band where from like 81 to 84, they had like three hits. Mm -hmm. This is their first hit from 81 or 82. Harden My Heart. Mm -hmm. This is one of those videos where I've had it since we started Music Ray Gun. And I was (laughs) going to put it in. And I didn't put it in sax. And then I'd always meant to put it in a grab bag because this video is fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> video is so weird. Great. Such a weird video for just kind of a middle-of-the-road rocker. Yeah. It's a rock and roll song. It's got a little bit of saxophone at the beginning and the end. Again, why is there saxophone in it? Well, I'll tell you why, because there is a reason. But mm-hmm. this was their first big hit. They've had a couple of the big hits. They're out of, like, Missouri. Quarter Flash, if you're from the 80s, you know... You might not know Quarter Flash, but you know Hard Minor.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was alive in the 80s, but I certainly have big Yeah, you
1: might know... They, they had a big comeback Because then this song was on um, What's that video game? Uh, Grand Theft Auto the 80s Oh, version. sure So, so it was Vice the, City Yeah, so the Grand Theft Auto 80s version The song was on
0: Yeah, I, I, I had that game But I never played it very much And I didn't get familiar with the soundtrack okay. But I know a lot of cool songs yeah it So this video you're so like I might know it, though What is this video? Well, this, there's your sax Yeah woman is wearing a... Leotard leather. running through a hallway like yeah. she's being chased. Very handheld camcorder. Yes, very
1: cheap. Yeah. She goes into a red door in a red room where there's a little person that she's singing in front of.
0: Sure, why not?
1: Yeah, with glasses. Looks a lot like Pat Benadon. Yeah, a little bit. And then there's someone juggling fire.
0: That's cool. We're only like 30 seconds into this video. So, this is the epitome of early 80s. Like, just put stuff in video. Yes. People are doing flips behind you yes. because that's how
1: it is. This is basically the whole video. Just weird shit happening. It's like, what's a music video? <laughs> what should a music video be like? It's this. Now, do you recognize this course? Yes. Okay. So, this is Quarter Flash. Yeah. Why is there a saxophone? Because the lead singer was a saxophonist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's
0: the one playing on the tracks. She's the
1: one playing on the tracks. And she played a little bit on and off throughout the, her songs. And then
0: there's this. They're outside. Yeah, it, it's very music video-y. Yeah.
1: So now this little <laughs> kid is singing it.
0: And I think this video freaked me out as a kid. It, I think maybe because there's a little person in it, it reminds me tangentially of the safety dance video, where it's like, oh, okay why is this happening? Yeah, yeah. why is that? And it's also that like, high eight video look Yeah, that's me, out. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, okay, so everybody, all those people, yeah, I know this song. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, made up to kind of look, they all have the sort of like, Perm. They're supposed to be her. Are they? I think so. Is that what it is? I think they're. They don't her. look like her. They look like each other, but not like. Her. She's
1: going into different colored rooms. Here's the, the other. Here's the next act. See, she's here playing.
0: Oh, now we get to see her yeah. play. I'm glad they didn't cheat us out. Yeah. yeah. Are those? That's two bass players. Wait, no. Oh, the, no, yeah. that's not a bass. I'm, I'm. Yeah, not like, that's just a weird looking guitar. I thought I saw him plucking. Oh, out. okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is like... He was playing a Stingray, by the way. I don't <laughs> there know how I like you go. that out.
1: I mean, this is so 80s. Yeah.
0: Ooh, look at the leather jacket guitar player Yeah. yeah. Now she's wearing a
1: tux. In tux sitting on uh, a bike. Do we know her name? I forgot her. Okay. But she had like, they had like... This was their biggest hit ever. and Then they had like two or three medium
0: I do have the vaguest memory of like murdering other gangsters in Vice City. Yeah. To the To heart of, yeah. of my heart. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: On the radio. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Stealing their cars. Yeah.
1: And so then here's the end. So she was in this thing. What's this is this? very Daft Punk. Do you think yeah. Daft Punk ripped them off? Ripped yeah. off Quarter Flash? Hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent.
1: And this song has, the video has nothing to do with this song. No. That's all her. So those three kids are all her. Okay. I, I wouldn't, like, when you point it out, I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I think I would have gotten there on my own. So she's left the, the, the building. Yeah, which we, is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. In the desert. Sure. With motorcycles coming by. Now
0: it's going to be bulldozed. That, was that tiny thing was what she was spending all that time yes. running around in? Yes. Okay. So wait, here's the ending, which just makes me laugh. Flamethrower! thrower! <laughs> Badass!
1: We're just going to have uh, a flamethrower at the end. Why as kids in the 80s were we so obsessed
0: with flamethrowers?
1: Same reason we were obsessed with getting stuck in quicksand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that turned out to be nothing. Yeah. Quicksand. Nothing. It's not a fear. I'm going to say that's not as weird as the video for The Warrior by Scandal with Patty's Mike. Yeah. But it's close. This is so nonsensical. Yeah. You're just like, what's happened? For Especially, <laughs>
1: and the Warrior is weirder, but I almost feel that the video fits the song tonally. Like that song, it's not all random shit, it's of a theme. It's of a theme. This is just random This is just things, random shit. Random things happen it, yeah. to yeah. almost kind of
0: like mid-tempo rock, almost country song Yeah, with a saxophone in it. I like that it goes for it, though, because you've got a video like this with Robert Palmer's Looking for Clues where it's like, oh, he's just walking down a hallway and people with weird masks are hanging yeah. out. And it's like, they didn't put that much thought into this. This one is nonsense, but they're like, we're going to have a fucking flamethrower. There's going to be a bulldozer. bulldozer. We're gonna Dudes have, on bikes. Little and I'm people, like,
1: people flamethrowing.
0: I'm like... Did the director ask his eight-year-old son for ideas? Because it's all shit that, like, an elementary school kid would want to see. What do you want to see in a video, Junior? Uh, Get a flamethrower and also a dirt bike and you should have a bulldozer. (laughs) And (laughs) little people because they're cool. And have the lady play the saxophone. Yeah,
1: that's that's Court of Ash's biggest hit, biggest video. Yeah, that
0: was weird, Yeah, but good. Very weird. Uh, Okay, one more clip, mm-hmm. which I felt very ashamed back in episode 11 that I neglected to put in that episode. So I'm mm-hmm. making up for it now. All right. This is a clip from a show we've talked about a lot. Well, a little bit. I don't know if you're going to love or hate this mm-hmm. or think that it's okay, but it's going to be one of those three times. Right. <laughs> I don't know what else left. Now the show is, well, they changed the name of the show a few times. I think at this point it was called Sunday Night Music. Then it was just night music. Oh, night music. Yes. So we started with David Sanborn. We're going to end with David Sanborn because he hosted this show. Yes. Uh, And the great thing about this show is it would, every episode, and it was shot uh, where SNL was shot. And they used the stage that SNL's musical guests used. Every episode, Hal Wilner produced it. He would bring a few different artists to perform. Mm -hmm. Like real disparate artists. And then at the end, they would all perform together. Mm Mm-hmm. So, we're going to watch a performance of a Leonard Cohen song, which I know you're not into. No. And it is Leonard Cohen performing the song. But he's performing it with, you know, David Sanborn's band, yeah. which includes Marcus Miller. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So, Marcus Miller on bass. I like that. Was Not Was singing backup with <laughs> Leonard Cohen's backup oh. singers. So, you've got Sweet Pea Atkinson and uh, Harry uh, Bowen, I think, from mm-hmm. Was Not Was, and two uh, women who sang backup for Leonard Cohen. But the real attraction here is that it features, on saxophone, the saxophone colossus himself, Sonny Rollins. Oh my god! And Sonny Rollins, on this Leonard Cohen song, plays an intro, a solo in the middle of the song, and an outro. Fuck yeah! And they're three of the best sax solos you've ever heard in your life, and it makes the song so cool. And it's a Leonard Cohen
1: song. Is it's it a, a Leonard new song, Cohen song of this time? No, this
0: is from 86, okay. I like, think. Okay. And the song is from the 70s. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a it's a fine Leonard Cohen mm-hmm. song, but this version of it is, like is mind-blowing. Okay. And I think because of the added elements, like with the backup singers and Sonny Rollins on sax, you might like a Leonard I'm, Cohen song. I'm excited.
1: I love that. I love Sonny Rollins, love Marcus Miller. Yeah,
0: this is, it's called Who by Fire.
1: I like that title, And uh,
0: it's one of the first... It's the first clip from Night Music I ever saw because my dad showed it to me. Oh, okay. And it's one of the first things I saw on YouTube because it got uploaded in, like, 2006.
1: I remember watching Night Music a bit because Sanborn uh, was the musical leader for the Bob Costas show. Okay. Which was later after Letterman.
0: Yeah.
1: And he was on Letterman. But Sanborn was on Letterman a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so I think they're just like, hey, why don't you have your own show?
0: Yeah, the weird thing about this performance is Sanborn is on stage and he's holding his sax but he's just not playing it because he's got fucking Sonny I'd Rollins. He's like, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, Sonny Rollins, I mean, you'll see in a second, but he's wearing a suit with chucks and shades. Oh, I
1: fucking love that
0: already. He looks so cool in this. And watching Leonard Cohen watch him, you're like, Leonard Cohen is amazed by this because, you know.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, the shades. Yeah. They're like the square shades. Yeah. He's He's hard to
1: hard to pull off. Just letting him go. Yeah. I'm sure. There's like whenever you're ready. Yeah. When you're done, we'll 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 do it. Marcus Miller is. Jesus Christ. He's still in his 20s here. Yeah. Leonard Cohen comes in and ruins it. I did. <laughs> it's
0: better
1: with the sax. I wonder, so there's no sax in this song, the original. No. Okay, yeah. As we've seen, sax makes it better. yeah. You know? <laughs>
0: Even Leonard Cohen performs it a little differently than the studio version where it's oh, okay. the background vocals come out. I like out. the
1: background vocals, too. Honestly, I could have just done with Sonny Rollins in the background yeah, scene.
0: There's Sweet P. Atkinson
1: and I okay. watch Miami Vice. That guy? <laughs> yeah. From uh, Walk the Dinosaur? Yeah. yeah.
0: That's Julie Christensen and Paula Batala. Those are Leonard Cohen singers. Oh, okay. And that's... Uh, the guys from Was Not Was. Don oh, Was isn't yeah, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. there, but it's Sweet Pea and Harry. Okay. There. I can't wait to see David Samuels just
1: standing there watching, holding <laughs> yeah. this axe, like, should I play? I probably shouldn't. I love Sweet Pea here.
0: Oh. I mean, it's very Leonard Cohen, but, mean, yes. but with the added musicians, it's like, okay, this is a little less like Canadian poetry and yes. a little bit more like sort of slinky and New yeah, York It shit. makes it a little more haunting. Yeah. yeah. Like it, haunting it. is the word. Yeah. Yes.
1: Because without it, it's just Leonard Cohen reading a laundry list of things. <gasps> Going to the bank. Right, here comes your I second think. sunny
0: solo. Got it.
1: I, I know I, where I am. Yeah,
0: I love his physicality. Like, yeah. it, it's like the saxophone is really an extension of his body. Definitely. The way he plays it.
1: Definitely.
0: That sweet sweepy in the background is just he adding He's selling his, it, too. He's, uh, like, he's
1: like, I can get there,
0: too. Yeah. Like the original version is good but it ain't cool uh, this yeah is this is way cool as hell yes all
1: because of the sax man yeah.
0: i mean this is a dude who is in total control of an instrument yeah yeah
1: like he's just commanding it yeah you it. defending it to his will
0: Leonard Cohen's like I guess I'll sing some oh, more go, well, where's my where's my list of things to do yeah, applause break
1: yeah a lot of stage presence from Leonard Cohen <laughs> guys just filled to the brim with it it's, <laughs> The presence he doesn't <laughs> the notes they're not <laughs> playing he's, the notes he's not playing that bitch yes. let her go good hey, tell you what let her play them notes oh god that's baby. <laughs> isn't amazing. that good that is good again <laughs> oh, there's, there's that, Sanborn there's where just he's just like enjoying, enjoying like himself like I'm not fucking yeah. playing David Sanborn look at this time period it to me is one of the coolest looks ever <laughs> it has got the spiky like cool hair yeah. wearing glasses and the black suit yeah. oh they are the chucks on Sonny Rollins that's a yeah. badass look
0: and it's just so like this was on network television Leonard yeah. Cohen with Sonny Rollins and was not one yeah.
1: just Sunday night programming <laughs> yeah
0: we need to do more of this I mean, they will never do this again though. And, like, the song ends, but now watch how long Sonny keeps playing, just because... He's not done yet. He's like, no, the song's over, but I'm still doing the thing. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're finished? I'm not finished. Yeah, no, we'll
1: keep going. It almost looks like he's not blown. He's that
0: good. I know. It's like he just has his mouth And I don't know how tall a dude he looks, but he looks like he's eight feet yeah, tall. He, he looks just so... Gigantic. <laughs> and then he just looks at Leonard he's like, Cohen.
1: He's like, "You may, but you may applaud now, Leonard." Yeah.
0: Wow. Now, whether or not you like the song, ain't that like the coolest thing
1: you've ever seen? I loved all the song until Leonard Cohen got involved. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that as a bit. I legit was like, "Oh, this is a good song," and yeah. then Leonard came in, and
0: <laughs> I know, I know that he's not. He's like on paper almost designed for you to dislike. But. Yeah, he's an energy suck. Yeah. <laughs> he's cool man. Man. well he's Sonny cool. Rollins is cool I mean Sonny Rollins makes it it goes into yeah. orbit yeah but yeah definitively yeah. I mean my, my <laughs> that show uh, it's like all on YouTube you can watch a lot I of need it. to go back because yeah. I'm sure I know I watched a
1: little bit of it so there might have been people that I've seen
0: I've seen certain clips I've never really sat and gone through it but I know that my folks loved it at the time yeah. to where my dad is still boycotting Michelob <laughs> because they stopped sponsoring it, and it oh, went off the air. That's so funny. <laughs> 35 years later, you still won't drink my Good on <laughs> <it>. Good on <laughs> it. Yeah, that's a that's, uh, chef's kiss of, like, pettiness. It's, it's uh, perfect champanella. Yeah, I like it. Um, but that was our last clip. That was our saxophone, too. We got our saxophone in again. Yeah. Very happy about that. That was a real fun one. That was a good one, man. And people, go on YouTube and look up Mark Wilde's channel. Fuck. Check him out. That dude is a...
1: That is a revelation.
0: Look up look up him and look up Candy Dolfer. These are the moments when, like, look, you know, our show doesn't have a huge listenership yeah. at all. And we do this show for us because it's fun. Yeah. But these are the times when I'm like, man, I wish we were super popular so we could signal boost dudes like Mark Wilde. dude, yeah. I wish we yeah. had enough influence that we could be like, hey, listen to this guy. And then he gets a bunch of attention. Exactly. Because that peg cover is so good. It's one of the best thing. things I've heard. Yeah. It really was stellar. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, saxophone drew a lot of listeners to our show. I guess people want to hear saxophone podcast. Happy to hear it. Happy to do it. Glad for you. Glad to provide more. Yes, saxophone three will come someday. Hell yeah! Well, might be another seventy something episodes, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll get there. Yeah, but that's it for this episode of Music Reagan. Music Reagan is produced by me, Paul Campanelli, and me, Kirk Pinchon. Our theme music is by Bagweed. Check him out on bad Ca- on Bandcamp. That's B A G W E E D, all one word.